What's good everyone and welcome to the audio version of The Man Cave Live. The Man Cave is a podcast where two men are having a genuine conversation with the world as an audience. For those who do not know, this is a platform that is live on Instagram every Thursday at 9pm and new episodes are released on a weekly basis. For the strictly audio listeners, don't worry, exclusive content is coming your way. And if you want to join the conversation live and be in the mix, follow me on Instagram at I am Max Cruz. Enjoy this episode. What's good, sir? Hi, hi. How's good, going? everyone? <laughs> All right. So, um, all right, thanks for having me, by the way. My pleasure. My pleasure. Uh, I forgot to ask you French or English or Franglais, comme tu veux. We can do both. I think can people do both. like speak French uh, yeah. on the platform. Yeah. But, well, uh, no. I don't know. Most of them speak English and then switch. And so I don't know. It's yeah, up to we you. We can do both to cater to everybody. All right. That's cool. That politically correct answer. Yeah, I like that. So, all right. All right. So, bonjour. Bonjour. Hi. We're going to start with this. Bonjour. Hi. Bonjour. Bonjour. <laughs> all right. Merci so, me ça fait plaisir. Pour les gens qui ne connaissent pas, est-ce que tu peux nous faire une petite intro de Who is the Pharma the Coach? Yes, sir. Le Pharma Coach. Je suis mon nom. Premièrement, mon nom, c'est Moses. Mm-hmm. Moses Boitier. Alors, euh, je suis pharmacien depuis trois ans maintenant. Okay. Alors, ça fait trois ans que j'ai gradué de l'Université de Montréal. J'ai mon PharmD, mon Doctor of Pharmacy. Mm-hmm. Et yo, en disant trois ans, là, c'est comme je réalise à quel point le temps passe vite. Hein? <rire> Parce qu'il n'y a pas longtemps passe... dans ma tête. C'est comme hier, je suis rentré en pharmacie. Et là, c'est yeah. ce que je peux dire que ça fait trois ans que je suis pharmacien. That's crazy. Alors, euh, c'est ça. Alors, c'est, je, je travaille en pharmacie communautaire. Alors, euh, pour les gens qui ne savent pas, les pharmacies communautaires, c'est vraiment les pharmacies que vous voyez dans les coins de rue, là, les gens coutus, les pharmaprix, il euh, y a les petits proxys, mini-prix. Alors, ça, c'est toutes des bannières de pharmacie communautaire. Okay. Alors, je travaille là. Euh, depuis trois ans, j'ai travaillé dans différents secteurs. Alors, je ne suis pas resté à la même pharmacie depuis que j'ai gradué. Alors, euh, je suis sorti de Montréal, je suis allé travailler en région. J'ai travaillé dans des petites pharmacies, dans des grandes pharmacies. Alors, euh, c'est ça. Je me promène parce que je fais du remplacement dans différentes pharmacies. Alors, je me promène beaucoup aussi. Okay. Alors, euh, c'est ça. Alors, j'ai un bon aperçu de qu'est-ce qui se passe dans les communautés. Okay. <rire> Alors, moi, je dis toujours, les pharmacies, c'est vraiment là, si vous voulez savoir les problèmes dans la communauté, qu'est-ce que, de quoi les gens souffrent et tout, avoir un aperçu global. Mm-hmm. Une pharma- la pharmacie, c'est vraiment une place euh, pour voir tout ça. Là. Cool. Et, et Puis... aider les gens aussi beaucoup. Alors... Euh... Puis, qu'est-ce que, entre les deux, c'est ta chance, les, les petites pharmacies et les grosses pharmacies, lequel des... Selon ton expérience, laquelle que, que tu préférais ou que tu as préféré? Qu'est-ce que... Je vais... Premièrement, je vais te dire qu'est-ce que je préfère de chacune. Okay. Les points positifs de chacune. Moi, j'aime le travail d'équipe. Alors, souvent okay. dans les grandes pharmacies, vu qu'il y a plus de patients à servir et tout, il y a plus de monde qui travaille plus en équipe. Mmh. Alors, je trouve ça très important et tout. Tu vois beaucoup de monde. La journée passe vite parce qu'il <rire> y a plein de tâches à faire. Okay. Et versus les petites pharmacies, présentement, je travaille dans une petite pharmacie. Okay. Et qu'est-ce que j'apprécie beaucoup, c'est vraiment le temps que tu as de passer avec les gens, de les écouter, de, de parler avec eux, de les servir. Parce que les gens aiment discuter en général. Et surtout en pharmacie, les gens viennent, oui, pour leurs médicaments, mais ils viennent aussi pour te partager leurs problèmes et tout. Mm-hmm. Et euh, 
avoir une, une, une oreille attentive aux problèmes des gens, c'est très important. Alors, je pense que c'est ça que les petites pharmacies permettent de faire un peu plus. OK. Alors. Et, et maintenant, le côté négatif. Le côté négatif. Que... <rire> je pense que dans tout, il y a du côté négatif et ça ne dépend pas nécessairement de la pharmacie en tant que telle. Ça peut mm -hmm. être comme ça dépend de toi, de ta personnalité, comment tu aimes pour, euh, travailler. Alors, c'est clair qu'il y a du monde que vraiment leur personnalité, comment ils aiment, ils, sont, euh, ils aiment être productifs ou faire toutes les, plein de choses rapidement. C'est clair que pour ces gens-là, ça va être une grande pharmacie. Versus okay. quelqu'un qui aime vraiment, genre, euh, peut-être euh, plus parler avec les gens, euh, faire beaucoup de tâches cliniques et tout, prendre son temps à faire ses affaires. C'est clair qu'une grosse pharmacie, ce n'est pas l'idéal. Okay. Alors, comme je te dis, le problème, ce n'est pas la pharmacie, c'est plutôt la personne dans quel milieu il se voit mieux travailler. OK. OK. All right. Fair enough. That's good. Yeah, all right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Je vais rentrer directement dans une des questions. Um, question que je pense que tout le monde s'est déjà posée au moins 35 millions de fois. C'est quoi la différence entre le name brand, uh, name brand uh, medication et le, le, la, la, marque, uh, la, la marque commerciale? Donc, pourquoi la différence de prix? Est-ce que le, ce, le, le médicament qui est... C'est moins bon. <rire> C'est quoi la différence, un petit peu, si tu peux nous expliquer ça? Alors, je vais te donner l'explication en français, mais okay, je vais regarder problème. live. Alors, les gens qui voudraient que je donne l'explication en anglais parce qu'ils n'ont pas tout compris, je vais faire l'explication en anglais si nécessaire aussi. OK. Ça va? <rire> okay. Alors, si vraiment pour résumer, là, pour que ça mm -hmm. soit clair pour tout le monde, un médicament générique et un médicament original. Ah. À l'intérieur de ces deux pilules-là, il y a le même ingrédient actif. Okay. Un ingrédient actif, c'est le médicament qui fait l'effet, dans le sens euh, qui fait l'effet thérapeutique. Okay. Alors, si par exemple, on parle d'un médicament, d'un antihypertenseur, un médicament pour baisser la pression, mm -hmm. le médicament, l'ingrédient qui vraiment baisse la pression, et pareil dans les deux. Okay. Alors, qu'est-ce qui les différencie? C'est vraiment la présentation du médicament. Alors, la couleur, la forme, euh, les preservatives à l'intérieur, c'est ça qui peut être différent. Okay. Okay? Si j'explique rapidement pourquoi il y a une différence de prix entre les deux, c'est que la, la compagnie originale, c'est elle qui a inventé le médicament. Okay. Alors, inventer un médicament, euh, ça prend beaucoup d'argent. Il faut développer le médicament, la recherche, payer pour des, euh, des études de clinique d'efficacité, de sécurité. Alors, il y a beaucoup d'argent d'investir. Et en plus de ça, la compagnie doit euh, promouvoir le médicament. Alors, auprès de tout le monde, les médecins, les pharmaciens, pour dire, OK, le médicament est efficace. Alors, le promotion aussi coûte de l'argent. OK. La euh, compagnie générique, qu'est-ce qu'elle fait? Après un certain nombre d'années, légalement, la, les compagnies génériques ont le droit de prendre cette recette et copier, okay. copier la recette du médicament okay. en gardant le même ingrédient actif. Les choses qui peuvent rester, euh, changer de la recette que les compagnies peuvent changer, c'est, comme je te dis, le colorant, la forme du comprimé, ça, c'est comme ils peuvent changer ça. Mais... Okay. Qu'est-ce qui fait l'effet du médicament? Ils peuvent, ils peuvent copier la recette de l'original. Okay. Alors, à la fin, les compagnies génériques finissent par avoir investi moins d'argent. 
okay. dans, le, dans le médicament dans le versus l'original. C'est pour ça que les médicaments originaux coûtent plus cher que les génériques. Mais okay. à la fin, les deux doivent être approuvés par Santé Canada. Mmh. Ouais. Les... <rire> ouais. Les compagnies ouais. génériques, c'est pas parce que tu copies un médicament que tu as un free pass pour mettre ton médicament sur le marché comme ça. Non. Il faut que, okay. tu approuves aussi, euh, que ça soit approuvé par Santé Canada. Le quality control doit être fait. Tout doit être approuvé, là. Okay. Alors, euh, c'est ça. Pour assurer les gens, c'est pas moins bon, genre... Euh, une compagnie, euh, un médicament générique parce que c'est moins cher. C'est vraiment... La différence de prix, c'est vraiment l'explication que, que je viens de te dire. Okay. Et, euh, alors, si on résume, générique, original, même, euh, même ingrédient actif, actif, alors même effet thérapeutique, qu'est-ce qui est différent? C'est la présentation et le coût. Okay. Alors, diff, uh, same active ingredient, Same therapeutic effect or treating effect, but different presentation and cost. Ok, je comprends. Parce Et... que tu sais, vas-y, oui, non, vas-y. Vas non, 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 je te laisse terminer. Pour aller dans les détails, dans plus de détails, j'ai fait un YouTube vidéo par rapport à ça parce que tu as raison, c'est une des questions qu'on a le plus souvent en pharmacie. Alors, j'ai une vidéo qui s'appelle Pharmacy Tells You the Truth About Generic Drugs où j'explique tout le, le, le process of releasing. Um, a generic drug on the market et même the difference between the cost of the generic and brand names c'est tout expliqué bien dans la vidéo et c'est en forme de skit alors c'est en forme ah, cool de ok no, nice nice Mais... donc, donc en, en, en fond dans le fond on pourrait parce que tu sais des fois quand je vais à la pharmacie je prends des prescriptions tu sais, des fois, le, le, le pharmacien comme, OK, mais tu veux prendre la marque générique puis je, je me demandais toujours comme, OK, mais c'est moins bon c'est moins efficace ouais mais puis j'avais des doutes des fois on le chute aux gens c'est comme ouais. si euh... <rire> parce que le, le dernier qui me l'a dit il a dit oh mais prends celui-là je dis oh, ça c'est la marque maison je dis ok c'est la même chose ouais c'est moins cher il est parti Donc, ouais, ouais. ça il y a pas d'explication et même moi je me mets à la place des patients si comme présenté comme ça en termes de quand il générique là ça sonne pas bien ouais c'est ça c'est comme les brand name designers d'accord c'est ça, là. Les gens, c'est ça, mais c'est pas la même chose pour les médicaments. All right, all right. Bon, c'est bon. très bon à savoir parce que des fois, là, c'est pas sûr. Pas oui, sûr. Le fait qu'elle vit, le zipper est pas bon. Oui. Après deux mois, la peinture non. commence à se décolorer. Alors, non, c'est pas le même concept avec les médicaments. OK, good, good to know. Euh, deuxième question euh, qui est aussi un peu dans l'actualité. Euh, peut-être un peu moins maintenant, mais avec maintenant le déconfinement qui arrive, est-ce que tu crois qu'il va y avoir une deuxième vague de COVID ou est-ce que tu penses que là, les choses commencent à réouvrir? Là, j'ai vu que je pense que les gyms vont réouvrir lundi. Ah, tu les crois que... piscines publiques. <rire> tout, tout réouvre, là, tout d'un coup. Là. Tout réouvre. Selon toi, est-ce que tu penses que c'est quelque chose qui... Pas qu'on qu devrait s'inquiéter, mais est-ce que tu penses que selon toi, oui, il va y avoir une deuxième vague? Parce que j'entendais à la radio, il y avait... Un médecin qui disait à cause des rassemblements, euh, c'est seulement dans deux semaines qu'on va savoir qu'est-ce qui va se passer, tout ça, danana. Selon toi, c'est quoi ton avis concernant, concernant ça? Avant de répondre à la question, je vais te dire ce que tout le monde est confortable en français. Dans je fais quelques personnes en anglais qui, qui se sont loguées. Donc, si tu veux, tu peux, on peut switch en anglais si tu veux. Je peux te, je peux te reposer la question en anglais. Puis, euh, OK. Alors, c'est okay. euh, à voir. OK. Euh, okay. Tu veux, tu... Ouais, pose-la-moi en anglais, celle-là, on va la répondre en anglais pour uh, cater to everybody, like I said. All right, perfect. So, I will ask this question in English, especially for my big brother in Toronto. 
because if Shelly is listening, uh, she doesn't understand nothing in French. But okay. <laughs> so, uh, oh, um, so the question was, now they're opening all public places. Um, in Montreal, the gyms are going to open up on Monday. And a lot of uh, uh, commercial centers also are opening up. So the question was, like, do you think that the COVID-19, we're going to have a second wave of people getting sick and all of that? And there was a lot also, uh, uh, also a lot of gatherings that was happening. So one doctor that was, when I was listen listening to the radio, was saying that it's only two weeks from that day that we're going to start seeing the effects of that. So I wanted to ask you, what was your thought concerning that? In all honesty... Yes, I think there's going to be a second wave. With okay. uh, what we've been observing um, in certain parts of the world, like in China. In China, okay. they've been okay for a while. They did their deconfinement, and now the second wave just uh, is happening right now in China. Mm -hmm. And also observe uh, some spikes of uh, COVID-19 in several U.S. states right now. So wow. I think, yes it's really unlikely for Quebec, if we're talking about Canada and Quebec, for us mm -hmm. to avoid a second spike, especially with like everything that you just mentioned, the reopening of stores, the yeah. reopening of gyms and uh, restaurants. And Missy's like, saying that the malls, also yeah. the malls in Toronto, yeah, tomorrow, the malls tomorrow. are gonna open and yeah. uh, the lifting of, of some restrictions returning uh, mm -hmm. to gatherings. Now I think we're gonna be allowed to 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 have gatherings 50. of 50 people yeah but we can't talk to each other though so yeah that. so <laughs> yeah. i think like all all of that is gonna make people think that everything is okay there's no more virus uh, running around in these streets mm -hmm. which is not true sure. <laughs> i think Agreed. like despite of the good weather the the lifting of restrictions and uh, the gatherings and stuff i think people need to to keep in mind need to be mindful of the virus is still here mm -hmm. and we still need to do like our precautions like uh with the mask the hand wash we need to like uh keep that up because yes and even the gov the quebec government said it that the there's a 95 percent chance of a second wave in this fall. oh yeah yeah oh, this fall yeah, dr wow. Ruda, Yes, uh, the public head of uh, the the head of public health. Yeah, he said it. He huh. said it that there's yeah they're getting prepared. The government getting prepared, so they're expecting a second wave. Oh. And uh, that's think... the sad truth. Like if we want to be realistic. Okay, well, I think people like the at a certain point, some people or a majority of the people they didn't care. Like they're like, you know what, man, this is. This is whatever we're going to do, whatever we need to do. And I was seeing a lot of posts on, 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 uh, on Instagram. Like people were like, okay, well now there's the riots. It's funny how now the media is not talking about coronavirus and all the deaths and all of that. All of a sudden yeah. it was like in the back burner. But, but yeah, I guess it's still something that we need to, to keep in mind. Yeah. And I feel like people, we've been like in confinement for like three months. I feel mm -hmm. like, yeah, people took it seriously at first, but I feel yeah, like first. people got tired of it. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we call people, that uh, caution fatigue. When we've been uh. like, uh, yeah, caution fatigue. We've been, uh, it's a medical term that says like when we've been like imposing rules on people and they've been following those rules for like a certain amount of time, after mm -hmm. a certain time, they're going to get tired of it. Wow. <laughs> because, <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, because... 
we're not gonna lie that confinement that isolation that social distancing really took its toll on like a lot of people's mental yeah. health yeah especially like um, because i'm a social bird me personally it was hard for me because i'm a social person and um okay. And uh, yeah, yeah, the social distancing, the confinement was hard for me. So I could just imagine people that not that are not in the health field, what mm -hmm. they're feeling and going through right now. True. Okay. All right. Well, we're 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 going to stay alert to see what's uh, what's going to happen with that. Um, yeah. Someone is asking. So for those people with a gym membership, should they avoid it and continue working out from home, or should they rush and go to the gym? That's a good question yeah. because I'd like to go back to the gym. Yeah, my answer to that is, yes, the government is allowing you to go back to the gyms. Mm -hmm. But if you know you're going to get crazy anxiety or you don't trust your gym, mm -hmm. because, yes, the government is allowing the gyms, but you're going to have to follow some procedures. Yeah. And we're, let's be Let's be real now. I'm pretty sure not every gym or not every restaurant is going to respect going to respect those procedures now. Okay, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> okay. That's for sure. Yes. So me, I say, me personally, I'm not going going. I'm not going to go back to the gym. Oh yeah, yeah. you're not at all. My home workouts, my outdoor okay. workouts, is not like the best. I don't have all my equipment, but mm -hmm. I feel like I'm gonna be safer like that way. I'm not putting my trust in like in the gym staff the gym. like for them to clean everything and stuff to respect yeah. the procedures i think for my sanity and for my peace of mind i'm gonna like work uh, keep working at uh, working out at home from home okay yeah, well home. so my wife just made a comment and said that i will not go anywhere so i will not go to the yeah. gym <laughs> so yeah. I, I will not i will not, yeah, on the, not in on, her house on the live, I'm going to tell you, woman, I'm going to the gym. But then afterwards, once I cut off this live, I'm not going to the gym. <laughs> but like I said, I'm not going to put every gym in the same basket. I'm pretty sure that some uh, some gym are going to be strict with their the procedures and stuff. But yeah, for, why take the risk? If you have your equipment at home, you can work out from home. You've been doing that for the past three months. Why not keep doing it? Why keep like uh, take the chance? Yeah, I agree because I know my gym that I go to, they will not take care. They actually did not care before that. So now I'm pretty sure that they're not going to care at all. So, yeah, I'll wait it out also. Um, hold on. Taina is writing, I can't wait to go to the gym in my building, but not in the big public ones. Well, that's good. She has a gym in her building. So that's that's a good thing. Yeah, though, that's but, good. The smaller ones. Yeah. 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 That's good. So wait. So I guess. So even the gym in the in the. Uh, in buildings of apartment were closed also, right? Every, yes. every, every type of job. Oh, okay. apartments and even at work, on my work, they, there's a gym for yeah? employees. And yeah, it's closed. It's been closed for the past three months too. Yeah. My gym was not closed at my work, but okay. <laughs> Let, let's pretend, let's move past that. Let's, let's pretend I didn't say that. <laughs> All right. So another question that I have for you that a lot of people probably are wondering concerning pharmacy for anybody that is just joining in just joining in now i'm talking to moses the pharma coach and we we're asking health questions so if you have any questions feel free to write them down in the comments and uh, if your question is good i will ask it if it sucks i will tell you it sucks and not read it no, i'm kidding i'm, I'm, there's I'm not no gonna do that <laughs> there's no bad question. questions you want exactly so the other question that i had was um 
why does it take so long when we go to get a prescription? Like sometimes I go, I'm alone. I wait like five minutes to get my paper, to give my paper. And then like, I see the pharmacist in the back, like typing stuff and like checking the bottles and everything. And then 10, what 15, the 20. Heck are we doing what, what is going on? What is going what on? Is going on? on? <laughs> he comes through with one bottle. And then I'm like, well, buddy, like, so why is it taking so long? Yeah. Please, so please. French, English, everybody's uh, comfortable with English. I think we're going to keep it in English. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we're going to keep it in English. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. First, I want to say that a long wait <laughs> is relative. I know some people, five minutes is too long for them. <laughs> Agreed. You know, they feel like waiting eight hours at the emergency or eight hours at, the, at their doctor's clinic, but five minutes at the pharmacy is too long. <laughs> well, if you're but, alone, like... <laughs> so it's relative. Okay, and, sure. Um, I've even had people tell me straight up, why don't you just give me my medication from the shelf? Why do you have to enter in my file? Just give me my medication. <laughs> or people that tell me, I've had several people telling me that McDonald's give quicker service. To like distinguish is that pharmacies, we serve medications. Mm. <laughs> we don't serve food or utilities. It's medication. I and I always tell people that medications are not harmless. They mm. can better your health when used right, but they can harm it when used wrong. So True. we need to keep that in mind. So that's why the pharmacies, the pharmacists, we mm -hmm. as pharmacists, our job yeah. is not just to give you your medication or serve you your medication. It's our job is to make sure that your medication is safe for you to validate the indication. Why did the doctor prescribe it? Mm -hmm. So the whole analysis, especially if it's a new prescription, Mm -hmm. So we need to assess the prescription. So when we receive a prescription, first of all, we have to prepare it. So there's pharmacy technicians like asking you the question, opening, opening up a file for you. Yeah. And then when your prescription gets to the pharmacist, the pharmacist needs to like assess the prescription. So is, the, is it the right treatment for you? Is it like, uh, does it uh, meet your needs? in terms of what's your problem and is it safe for you? So we need to make sure that it's compatible with your other medications, that uh, um, with your other health problems, because okay. some people have other health problems. And uh, is there a risk of allergy, allergic reaction? And oftentimes when the medication is new for the person, we have to explain it to them. So yeah. that takes some time too. So the person that was there before you Maybe he had like five or six new medications that the pharmacist had to explain to them. So I think that's important to keep in mind. So okay. there's a whole process behind the counter. We, just, we cannot just like pick the medication and give it to you without asking any question or without like uh, analyzing anything. That's not, that's not our job. And it's mm -hmm. not, that wouldn't be safe for you and that wouldn't be fair to the patient. Okay. And I get it, but what I want to add to like close uh, close this uh, question is that I have, I have some question also concerning. Okay, so yeah. I'm gonna add the last point is that yeah. pharmacies are different too, so they're not organized the same way. So 
But mm, the okay. plants in one pharmacy is not necessarily representative of what you're going to get from another pharmacy. So, okay. so yes, the organization of pharmacies is different depending on which pharmacies you go, pharmacy okay. you go. Okay. Then um, one question that I had, and then my wife asked another question that is really good. Um, so then basically, let's say the doctor prescribes something. Logically, the doctor should know what they're prescribing, right? Because now the way that you're telling me is as if like, are we, are you guys double checking the work of the doctor or are you just making sure that it's not a fake prescription that we're handing it to you guys or because if the doctor yes all that we have to check the legality of the prescription because okay. we're not gonna lie people come up with fake prescriptions <laughs> and okay. yes pharmacies pharmacists are the medication experts okay in a way so yes we're like kind of policing the distribution of medication so it's possible that the doctor prescribes something and you look at it and you're like, no, nah, you don't need this. You need something else. Is that possible? Yeah, or? we do a lot of like uh, verification and adjustment. Okay. We call doctors to make sure that um, we're just, we're not like uh, here to police. We're like completing the work in a way. We work together. Okay. All okay. Right. That's why some medications, some medications are under prescription because the pharmacists need to check with the patient and check with the doctors to make sure that everything is well and uh, is good for the patient. Gotcha. So uh, it's kind of, we're working together. So yes, the doctor prescribes, gives you the prescription, but the pharmacists, which is, which is, um, which are the pharmacy, uh, the medication experts, they need to mm -hmm. validate and check if the medication is okay. The treatment is all right. So, okay. Double verification is good. I don't see, uh, that's how the system's been for a long time. Okay. So that's why people need to go through the pharmacist to get their medication. Okay. Because, and the one question that my, ask wife is, my, my, my wife asked is that sometimes there's a lot of people behind the counter. Like sometimes like there's, there's the pharmacist, then you have two, two, three people talking about the weekends or whatnot. Are those people supposed to help with the prescription or they are doing, they're part of the special team that are doing some cocktails yeah. or like, what? A lot of people think that everybody behind the counter is a pharmacist. I know it's no. not all pharmacists, but I'm thinking that all of them could, you know, put in the work to speed it up. But it, yeah, <laughs> like I said, pharmacies, they're not all organized. I'm not going to lie. There's some pharmacies that are better organized than others. <laughs> Okay. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna keep it like straight 100 <laughs> with you. All okay? right. In terms of like organization, mm -hmm. but also each person you see behind the counter at it, they had their own role. Okay. Okay. Some people are there just to enter prescription. Other people are there to count. And now there's the pharmacist because mm -hmm. the assessment of the prescription is only the pharmacist that can do it. Okay. Okay, so like what I told you about, like, oh, is it meeting your needs? Is it safe? So the the clinical analysis of the uh, of the prescription yeah. is a, is made by the is only the pharmacist that ha that can do that. And some people, their job is to do the cash. So each person has their role. So if there's a problem, depending on who's had, who's uh, who can solve mm -hmm. the problem. For sure, it's it get the wait, the wait time can differ. For instance, if the problem is like with the prescription, it's the wrong medication, 
Mm -hmm. It could be like 10 pharmacy technicians. They're not the one that can solve the problem. It's only the pharmacist that can solve it. Gotcha. Solve it. Okay. All right. Makes sense now. It makes, makes sense. It, it makes sense now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> my brother, my brother-in-law asked, Rob asked, do you guys have a special skills to read the prescriptions? Because sometimes Ooh. I see the prescription is like a check mark and five waves. And then yeah, so how do you yeah, guys with time, with time skills? Yeah, we get to like develop a, a keen eye. Wow, it's, it's yeah, a super, it's a super prescriptions. Yes, <laughs> yes. And also, till this day, it's been three years that I've been a pharmacist. I still mm -hmm. have some difficulties sometimes reading. And to make sure to not do any mistake, we have to call some doctors to clarify. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Man, so Doctors write badly. Like, it's, <laughs> wow, it's, yeah. it's amazing. It's amazing. And uh, I also did a video about that. It's another funny skit about why do we wait so long at the pharmacy? All the questions right. that you've asked, I've, I've played a patient asking that to a pharmacist. And uh, yeah. Oh, that's dope. All right. I'll, I'll it's put on the, my YouTube channel. Perfect. I'll Moses put the link also. The Pharma Coach. Moses the Pharma Coach on YouTube, yeah. right? Yes. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right. So in the three years that you've been working, what would be, what would you say? If, if you had any, what was your worst situation, worst case that you had happening? Like, did someone come through with a cut and like, I got more bobo, I got more bobo or something? Like, did you have a situation that you, that you remember till this day that was like a, a bad experience? A bad experience, but that finished well. Okay. But yeah. What was it? I remember, yeah, I was, was like my first year of being a pharmacist. Mm -hmm around the closing time so we're about to close and there's that little girl that come into the pharmacy with her parents and she was having like a severe allergic reaction so she oh, wow. had difficulty breathing her tongue uh, her tongue her tongue and her mm -hmm. lips were swollen and yeah she was at, oh, we call that a anaphylaxis uh, anaphylactic uh, reaction so okay. it, it's a life-threatening reaction so, uh, yeah, what I had to do, I, had, I grabbed um, an EpiPen. An EpiPen is, a, is an injection that treats rea uh, allergic reaction. So it's okay. going to reverse the, like, all the symptoms. Mm -hmm. But sometimes it's temporary. So, but it can save a life. So wow. I, gave her, uh, I gave her an EpiPen shot right away. And we had to wait several minutes for her to like feel better, get better, maybe like three minutes. And she started feeling better. And uh, right after that, we had to call the ambulance because like I said, sometimes it treats the, uh, the reactions temporarily. Yeah. So the reaction can come back after a few minutes or a few hours. So we had to make sure that uh, the ambulance comes and take her to the hospital. So oh. that was, uh, yeah, that was eventful. That was upsetting. Like she was maybe five, but why didn't the parents just go directly to the hospital? Or I think, yeah, I was, um, it wasn't in Montreal. I was, okay. At that time, I was working uh, in a small, like, village and stuff, so oh. the nearest okay. hospital wasn't that close. Okay, okay, I get it. <laughs> so, yeah, and like I said, the pharmacies, like, one of the pharma pharmacists are the most accessible, like, health professional. I can say that without any doubt. Like, people can walk into a pharmacy and asked to speak to a pharmacist like and sure. the pharmacist is going to speak to them right away or give them a 
medical advice. And... Mm, okay, gotcha. All right. Yeah. So you as a pharmacist, uh, I know that you yeah, said previously, well, no, you didn't say, but I, when I was looking around doing some research, uh, for at the beginning of your career, you were working like 50, 60 hours a week, eating junk food and all of that. And then you started to go to the gym and train and take care of yourself, of your health, right? Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. So for you, what does being healthy means to you? Like, is it the food? Is it the, the workout? What is it to you? What do you consider healthy? What I consider healthy is not like people think healthy is like working out, eating well. Mm -hmm. But I've come to realize with all my experiences of being a pharmacist and everything I had to go through is that being healthy is like taking care of yourself, yes, physically, but also mentally. Mm -hmm. And yeah. as a Christian, for me, my faith is important. Yes. It keeps me grounded. So taking care of myself spiritually. Gotcha. So there's three things for me like to consider when... Um, for being healthy, okay. Men physical, mental, and spiritual. And I feel like what I've come to realize working like those crazy hours is that we want to be healthy and there's the intention. The, the intention of being healthy is always there. But sometimes mm -hmm. we get so caught up in the moment, our stress, our fears, the circumstances that we're just like, ah. Oh, Forget it. I don't have time to work out. Let me skip that workout. Uh, yeah. That workout. Let me like start skipping meal. And after a long day, you've been stressed out all day. You go back home and you just want to binge eat. Yeah. Have you? That, <laughs> has that ever happened to you? <laughs> Never. <laughs> I eat. I eat healthy all the time. After work, like at the McDonald's drive. -thru. Yes. Yes. Yeah, and it's Often. a way for a lot of people to cope with their stress. Yeah. Agreed. Especially when people have like stressful jobs. Mm -hmm. So I think it's important to find ways to help you cope, manage your stress. Yes. So that's why I say taking care of yourself mentally and spiritually is so important. It's key. For you to, uh, that will help you to take care of yourself physically. Because if the mental's not right, the body won't follow. It won't follow, that's, yeah. That's sure. So that's why every day now I have my routine. I always work out in the morning. So for me, that's non-negotiable. I could mm -hmm. be very busy and stuff. I, no, working out, get my body moving is a must. Uh, meditation. I've started mm -hmm. meditating to like okay. clear my mind and start off like my day on the good, on the good foot. And oh. also stay positive. Yeah. Because sometimes, like, we wake up, we get out of bed, and we're like, oh, damn, I have to go to work. Oh, yeah. damn, I have that to do. I have this, I have this. Just, like, changing the way we think and the way we see things can make a huge difference. Like, just be grateful. Like, you wake up, oh, there's a good day. That day's going to be wonderful. Mm. Just, like, keep repeating yourself that is, like, going to set the tone for the rest of your day. That's amazing. You're you're absolutely absolutely right and i agree 100 percent with you yes now a question for you uh that some people that well that I, the that some people uh might uh might um not fight concerning your 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 profession but uh what do you think about more and more people are saying that you don't have to take prescription 
you can live a healthy lifestyle and you can heal yourself by taking uh, just uh, natural natural plants, uh, similar to a la Dr. CB, basically. Like you don't have to take prescription drugs uh, that you can do. You can go all natural and the body can heal itself with the different nutrients in the food as a pharmacist. What do you think of that? I think we need to be careful with that statement because it depends on the health condition of the person or the health problems of the person. Because yes, there are some health problems that are caused by poor life habits, like mm. not eating well, not exercising, uh, not sleeping enough, smoking. So in these, for this situation, yes, the person has control of their health outcomes in a way because they can control their ha life habits mm -hmm. and they're going to reap the result. They're going to stay healthy and stuff. They're going to stay away from medications and pills. But yes. there are other health conditions or other health problems that are not necessarily caused by poor life habits. Uh, I'm not, um, if we take example, certain type of cancers or certain types of like uh, genetic conditions, mm -hmm. uh, it's not really like the person's fault in a way. So sometimes like the medications or treatments are the only alternative to treat that condition. So we need to keep that in mind. And you mentioned uh, natural health products. Yes. So we need to be careful about that too, because clinically we need to base um, our assessment on studies and see what worked, what the, the, what studies said that, that, that worked. We cannot base ourselves on someone's ex personal experience with one product. That's what we tend to do often is yes. like take advice from our friend or family member that tell us that, oh, that product worked for me. And you, we automatically, automatically think that it's going to work for us, but it's not how that works. We need to be careful. And, mm. I know that people want to find, often find their own solution to their problem. Yes. <laughs> so they, they look up online, they try yes. to like take advice from people. They, but I'm not against that. I'm like, if you want to be proactive in like taking control of your health and maintaining your health, I'm all for it. But if you're not sure, if you don't know, like if it's, suitable for you always ask your health professionals go to your doctor your pharmacist asking them oh what do you think of this product oh i read this online what do you think about it so okay get your advice from the right people gotcha that's amazing that's good okay so i i, I didn't take it into i think i think you answered the question um very um wisely um, sometimes we also, we, we often do the mistake that one person starts claiming and chanting that, okay, you know, we have to go all, all natural. We have to do this and do that. And we do not take into consideration our, our own body or the reaction yeah. of our body. So it's, it, it's a wise a thing. We need a professional opinion, a health professional opinion to determine that. Agreed. Okay. Is that product compatible with my other medication? Do I need this? Is this product going to like help my problem? So, yeah, and like I said, we cannot base out, um, uh, based our, our opinion from somebody else's opinion that used a medication. That person right. used the medication or the natural health products or that 
homeopathic uh, product and <clears throat> said that oh, it worked for them, we cannot like automatically say that oh, it's gonna work for me or no, it's not. It doesn't work like that. Each person is different. Each situation is different. So, okay, we need to okay. keep that in mind. Perfect. And, and just oh, just go ahead, go ahead. I add last thing. Um, what works and what doesn't work in terms of treatments? We're like everybody that for the past three months we've been witnessing what's going on with COVID nineteen. Yes. The race of finding a treatment, a vaccine. Now like people get to see how important are clinical trials, clinical trials or studies mm -hmm. that investigate the efficacy and safety of treatments to prove that they're gonna work for a condition. So everything that's going on with COVID-19 right now is really a testament of how like important are clinical studies to find treatments and to find vaccines. Cool. All right. Um, last question that I have for you. Uh, while doing some research, I saw that you, you, you mentioned that you made it your goal to read one eye-opening book a month. Yeah. So what was your, if you could, for 2020, what was the, one, of the, one of the books that you read that opened your eyes or that you would recommend to us? It's a book. I recently, I read it twice, actually. I okay. read it like towards the end of 20, uh, 2019 mm -hmm. and I read it recently. Mm -hmm. It's a book uh, written by a pharmacist okay. and he explained um, it. He targets like other health professionals because like I said, health professionals were sometimes really like invested in our job and yes. we often forget to take care of ourselves. And in this book, he gives tricks um, to health professionals on how to like take care of yourself in order to take better care of your patients. Oh, okay. Okay. That's cool. That's because good. sometimes as health professionals, we tell our patients to be healthy, to do this and do that, <laughs> and we don't even do it for ourselves. So <laughs> we, we don't practice what we preach. Yes, I believe it. Well, it's a, it's a good thing so, that you have a book like that. <laughs> so that's why, like, this book is really eye-opening in the way that it tells us, like, how important it is to, like, Take, it's like a parent. Yes. A parent, you say, parents think, are so invested in their kids, sometimes they forget to take care of themselves. Mm. Yeah. It's like the same True. thing with health professionals. So, so that book is really like uh, insightful in that way. What's the, the title of the book, if you have it? So that way I could, uh, or if you don't remember. The title is called yeah. RX. Yes. You. RX is a abbreviation for a prescription. So ah, okay. what it says is that the prescription, the first prescription that you need to refill, analyze, and like assess is yourself. Mm -hmm. That's good. Okay. I will, I will put uh, the, I will do a post and put the suggestion of that book. I think it's good. Yeah. And, yes. and the author is, uh, he's called uh, Adam Martin. Dr. Adam Martin, pharmacist. Adam Martin. All right. Martin. Perfect. Good. His name, he has an Instagram page. His name is The Fit Pharmacist on Instagram. I think I've seen it. I think it, it rings a bell. I will, I will check it out. I will check it out then. Uh, let me see. Uh, hold on. Uh, Chloe say, said, great interview, really good questions and great answers. Well, thank you. We appreciate it. Thank you, it. Chloe. <laughs> thank you. Uh, Tammy Tuesday. Tammy Tuesday. 
she said clinical studies are important. However, I also think boosting our immune system should be our number one priority. Eating right, exercise, etc. Yes. Sorry. Yeah. Good life habits. Yes. I'm all for it. I agree. Tammy, I think she runs like 15 kilometers every morning. Like you, you see on her, or on her Instagram, she runs, she jogs. And then she, like I said, the last time she's like Martin Luther King slash Malcolm X. She's, uh, Tammy is doing it. So shout and out to I'm you. I'm really happy Tammy brought it up because a lot of people think that the way to boost their immune system is taking a bunch of vitamins, having like crazy, like weird diets. Mm. But no, the best way to like, maintain a good immune system is with good life habits true eating well exercising sleeping people uh, tend to forget to sleep well yeah so we sleeping need that is. at least like seven hours of sleep per night seven to nine hours so don't overlook that amazing okay well that concludes all my questions um do you have anything that you want to say to us um either concerning your channel or if you want to give us uh uh, a last tip. The floor is yours if you want to say something. Yeah. If we want to go back to my channel, I've mentioned it. I've, uh, I've so far like uh, around 15 videos on my channel and I'm looking for suggestions from you. So what do you want to hear? What do you want me to address? Is the, have you, do you have any questions concerning like general health topics? Um, as um, the way that I do my channel, I cannot like provide personal medical advice. Mm. My goal is really to uh, give out information, general information that people have to keep in mind or like, to, or check with their doctor to see if it applies with them. Mm -hmm. So legally I cannot give personal medical advice, but there's some general question that concerns everybody. And my goal is to like address those questions. So if you have a general question for me, and you want me to do a video about it, don't hesitate to drop your recommendation on my social media pages or on my YouTube channel in my comment section. Mm -hmm. And uh, my slogan, because I have a slogan, is to refill your life. So it's really a play on like refill, refilling your yeah, medication, but yes. it's to refill your life. In a way, um, what it means is that, like I said, taking care of yourself physically, mentally, and spiritually, mm -hmm that's the way for me, like, that's the way a person can refill their life. So with the, and with the right information. Yeah, that's key. Yeah, people, that, yeah, yeah, that's because it. most people really want to like take care of themselves physically, mentally, and spiritually, but they don't have the right information in mind. So mm. the decision that they're making is not like the right decision. So I think it's important. That's what I want to provide to the people. Cool. So I will put I will put your posts and links so that people can follow you on Instagram and also on YouTube. Yeah. And uh, so yeah, thank you very much for for taking the time to answer the questions. It was really thank appreciated. Thank you for having me. By the way, that was my first live ever. All right, all right. <laughs> what you did? Uh, <laughs> I was a little bit stressed at first, but uh, you got me really comfortable. Good, and good. I really wow. like the dynamic and uh, keep going. I think what you're doing is amazing. Thank you very much. It's amazing and, I, and uplifting for the community. I appreciate it. Thank uh, you very much. And I think you, I, and I, I, it's not going to be the last time that we're, that we're going to meet. So, and I know it's not going to be your last live as well. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. So thank you very much. And yes, like Tammy said, uh, you did great. So it didn't show that you were stressed at all. So it's, uh, it's, uh, you, 
we did it, I guess. We did a good job. Thank you. Thank you again for having me. I All wish right. everybody a good night. Get yes. your seven hours. Seven <laughs> hours. Yeah, try his best because sleeping is important. Yes, you I know? agree. I know for some people it's harder, people with young kids. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm not in that situation, but yeah. if you yeah. can get like... All the sleep you can while you don't have kids. Oh, yeah, all the sleep you can, like, yes. get it. Perfect. All right, well, thank you very much, and uh, I'll talk to you soon. Yeah, thank you, and refill your life. Yes, refill your life. Refill Take your it easy. Life. That's all right. for this episode so, of the Man Cave Live. Feel free to financially show love via the Anchor platform, and I'll catch you on the next episode. Peace.